Blog Talk Radio. We were born in 73, fraternal twins creatively. Disconnected by others' opinion, even though our styles vary, we both knew our work to grace her beauty. We had to be in tune, not in a tune, for within, not saying she never sinned. She was very much human. They claimed she was a goddess because of her deep sixth sense. Truth was told every time she had commenced. Joan of Arc and Herod Tubbin, a leader and a warrior. I was hardly a mention, wasn't sad. I accept being the underdog and underrated. I was okay, as long as my sister made it. Lived the dreams through her heartbeats. Every time they tried to lock her up, she manifested heat. Her bars melted, making sure all her listeners felt it. She became very hip, then other tries to emulate her, to hop on her bandwagon. She didn't care, she was loving and forgiving. Allowed sacrifices even if they cost her her ultimate vision. I admit, I should have reached out to her more. One time, I never forget, she gave me some sound advice. I didn't like it. Said some coarse words as we got into our fight. She changed her numerical code. I stayed pushing my gospel, claiming she sold her soul. Out of line as I reacted so hostile, I never appreciated her words while she was here. She was like me. She was pure poetry. She wanted to feel her people pain when I wanted just my world to change. I needed my lyrics melodically, sonically, and speech. She wanted her words to ride on rugged beats. She wanted the fame but infamy too. Those dualities I couldn't do. I mounted up with wings and flew. When I was down under fighting the Phoenix, she was in Brooklyn and Bronx. Living it up until she popped out and crossed that bridge. Intravenously in everyone's bloodstream. I should have been proud that she's gone now. Presently crossroads are reaching new thresholds by my nephews and nieces. Parade around their songs about drugs and Jesus pieces. Trip hop the trap hop. Need expensive cars and added celebrity drops. They were not even close to her psyche. No boom bap, just like Mikey. Wanted to eat everything in life, Sally, but it's not that easy as eating cereal. Must include wisdom, I told them, to become imperial. Not gaining any knowledge of the mind. Music where lyrics are hard to find. They have some ways like my sis, as they use genres of music to be infused. Still can't get this tainted verbiage and lift. They were blessed by certain great genetics, but rely on sinful vibrations and vocal cybernetics. Auto-tune with no purity of the voice anymore. Becoming real harlots for the monetary system. I yet again might lose my next family generation as I pray and tarry for my people to change. Not to sell their moral values for this chump change to gain. She's gone. She's gone. And she's gone. She's gone, she's gone, she's gone, she's gone, oh she's gone. Lead a life so she'll find her way back home. She's gone, she's gone, she's gone, she's gone, oh she's gone. Lead a life so she'll find her way back home. Welcome, welcome, everyone. Um, welcome to this great Sunday morning. Um, so glad to be back. Um, we are going to be talking about some great topics, um, all dealing with regression and unforgiveness. And um, it's just amazing, you know, how the Lord is blessing today. And I just want to get into what we're going to be talking about today. Um Unforgiving is one of the major factors of us not moving forth towards happiness in our lives. I want to address this issue poetically and spiritually to heal and enlighten. We are going to break down why 
you shouldn't fall down the path of this unforgiven nature. And um, I just want to expound on a few things. Uh, the definition of regression. Uh, we're just going to break it down, and, and we just want it's a, it's a topic that we're going to talk about, and it's a topic that is going to be in my series of talking about pain and just removing yourself from the pain. And um, regression uh, is, is pain, but regression is a pain where it's there and it's like not it's dormant, but it's there. And it's a weight on you. And a lot of times, uh, just like I said before in the first show, um, it's pain that basically just lingers and it stays there. And you can go about your everyday life and and, and actually you can forget about it to something trigger that pain. And then it comes up abruptly and it, it just wrecks your whole life or, or the whole situation. In, in a lot of ways, and, and it's a pain. You know, a lot of times, you know, we can have a pain and it and it goes and it's quick and uh, we okay. But regress pain is that pain that just keeps us to that level where uh, we don't want to go anywhere and we're so afraid um, that this what had happened before in our lives is going to come back. And so we try to keep ourselves Safe, you know. So um, I'm just gonna go over a few definitions of what I got from Webster. Uh, regression: the act of going back to a previous place or state, or return or reversion. So it's basically also uh, a word that came up with uh, retro retrogression. You know, and um, it's funny because the retrogression is reversion to an earlier or less advanced state or form to a common or a general type. Um, you know, psychoanalysis of that diverged to a chronological, chronological earlier or less adaptive pattern of behavior and feeling. And so uh, Webster was just going into different words that related to uh, regression. And um, I noticed they said uh, uh, retro gradation, you know, when it has to do with the body and the biological effect of um, what regression can do. And it's so true because a lot of times we go back and we hold these things in, and when we hold these things in, it's like, you know, it wrecks havoc on our body. And so it's amazing how Webster just uh, used the related words to really understand it more. I am um, regression that uh you know, it's it's something that I had in my life, you know. And I had a battle that a lot in my life and, and this is why I really wanted to expound on it on regression. And it is something that can hold you down. Um, many times um, I had regressed feelings about certain movements of my life as in what I wanted to do with my art, what I wanted to do in my relationships. Um, and a lot of times uh, it's 
it just brings you down. So uh, we're just going to go into certain topics. And just like my show, we, we're going to uh, do things poetically. And um, I have this poem called Why Keep Cats and Stones? And I'm going to get into it. Why keep cats and stones in someone die for your sins and forgiving you? Why do you keep this damaging dagger in your back that had once been sucking from your sister or brother? As when you do this, your spiritual blessings lay to smother. No air because of your past won't allow you to breathe. Ultimately, love is a strangled. A vine across your mind absorbing your strength that you must receive. Hailing hateful thoughts unforgiving cloud that hovers over your soul. Those stones weigh you down as your regressions stockpile. Then you wonder why in your life journey you lost so many miles. Perfect love has shielded you for our creator that shelter us with abundance while we are reluctant to do the same for people who may have hurt you. We should aim of finding a place where we all can change. Whatever we sow, we shall reap. Let love grow inside your heart for your sister and brother. Why cast stones when we could use those to build homes for love and to accommodate? Show more love and peace from this malnourished mind state. That was in peace. And um, that's another form of regression as well. As uh, you know, when you don't forgive anyone, uh, and, and a lot of times we cast stones on people, and we have this own stigma about a certain topic in our head, and it's like, okay, this person remind me of this person that had done something to me, um, this person looks like this person who had done something to me, and not really even knowing that person. Um, you throw stone at them because you're thinking they are uh, they are like that person, and so this can keep you away from making friends. Um, this can keep you away from doing the right thing in your life. You know, uh, there's many times I've done it. Um, I had feelings about you know actually the music industry, and it really. Uh, didn't help me when it came to that because, you know, a lot of times in my industry um, we have a lot of people that take advantage of you, and not everyone in the industry is going to take advantage of you. But if you see somebody that kind of shares the same trait and, you know, that basically you kind of know, like, this sounds like I've been here before, and uh, this person uh, possesses this type of quality, well, not quality, well, possess a certain way about them that basically seems similar to the person that hurt you or took advantage of you, you're like, okay. And it, it come to find the person was nothing like that. So I missed an opportunity. And this is very important to understand, you know, regression and, 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 and pain that's hidden underneath your soul and it's, it's it's really major that that you go in and really realize that if you have that type of feeling 
I understand. I know, uh, you know, we all human and we have a defense mechanism, and that's okay because, you know, God bless us with a mind. If it doesn't seem right, you know, we get certain vibes, and I understand that. But there's certain things that we we keep from ourselves because of the pain, and we trying to block that out. And by trying to block that pain out, sometimes we block our blessings out. So we just got to uh, just keep moving. Keep moving and keep praising God. And love is love. You know, if you love yourself, you're going to do better and you're going to treat people better. I want to get into uh, a scripture, you know. Uh, this is Mark 11, Mark 11, 25, 10th verse. And whenever you stand praying, forgive. If you have anything against anyone, so that your Father also, who is in heaven, may forgive you and your trespasses. And just like I said before, you know, what if Jesus held a grudge and what if Jesus had regrets feelings, which he could have? I mean, Jesus was tortured. He was ridiculed. And all he had done in the world was good and great. What if Jesus said, you know what? I was hurt. The first day I got on this earth, King Herod tried to kill me as a baby. And people ridiculed me. People say that I wasn't the Messiah. What if Jesus would have and practice regrets hurt? in his life towards people. Do you think Jesus would have had much of an impact on us like he has now? So you got to ask yourself, could you move away from those feelings? I ask myself every day, and it's a constant battle, but you always got to remind yourself and pray and fast about things and say, hey, Lord, remove me from these feelings that I have. There's a lot of things that's happening in this world, and um, there's more stuff that's going on in this world as a negativity than I was when I was growing up. And I think about the young people, and I say, hey, when they get a certain age, you're going to have a lot of regrets, anxiety, and regrets feelings. As you know, I'm, you know, I have this uh, stop no more. Bullying and suicide campaign going on, and um, I'm getting a lot of stories from young people of them going through bullying, and it is uh, it's a terrible state of mind when you're a young kid and you have to go through the turmoil of bullying. And I know that through dealing with that, I know that they're going to have regrets, pain because. You know, uh, it has an effect on you. Because I went through that type of bullying when I was younger, and um, and I could really relate to it. And it, it, you just feel like everyone's out to get you. And even in your adult life, you know, you make sure that you have control of everything that you want to that you that you think you need to have control of. And sometimes, <laughs> no, well. You, all the time, you have to let go and let God. But sometimes you feel 
I'm going to do God's work, you know. And um, you can't do God's work. You got to do the work that he appointed out for you. It is imperative that you know who's ruling your life and who should rule your life if he's not ruling your life. And I encourage you to get in touch with him, and you get in touch with him by knowing yourself. And by knowing yourself, you know everything about you, what is going on with you. Is there pain? Is there regret pain in your life? People go around and they have this inside their heart. And it's, it's a weight. It's a dead weight. And it needs to be removed. And I'm talking to myself as well. I mean, just little things that can deter you from your blessing. It don't have to be anything so major like, you know, drugs or, you know, um, or anything else going down that line as in, you know, you, you know, murdering people or something like that, you know. Um, but it could just be little things. It could be how you eat, what you ingest, how you speak to people, how you address people how you deal with certain issues, you know, um, many times I think by having regrets, feelings towards something, I really mess things up instead of making them better. And when you're talking about relationships, you know, and especially these days, um, you know, when it comes to love, you know, we... We people, we, we, we try, we, we hold love, especially for a significant other, in high regard. And um, But we keep making the same mistakes. And we're blaming it on something else. And really, it's us. And, um, and the reason why it's us, because we never unearthed the pain and to come to grips with it. And matter of fact, we are ashamed of it, so we say it's the other person. This is the reason why I can't get along with this person because this person is this way. And never even saying, you know, hey, maybe it's me. Maybe I feel a certain way about this certain type of person. And uh, and the really truth could be about it could be this way, that you probably attracted to the pain. Yeah, there are a lot of people who are like that, you know. You know, sometimes you go through life and you hurt so bad and you keep that pain there. You know, and it's, it's it's like a, a knife in your back. You're still living with the knife in your back, so you're not going to mess with it. And sometimes there are people who are toxic in your life. You keep them there. And now you have something that is there out of body. Now you hang around certain type of people because you feel 
that you you know who they are and, and you feel more confident, even though that person is not the person that's good for you, but you, you feel confident that at least you know who they are, you know. That's a type of regret feeling as well. Um, people, they are very interesting. You know, if you look at it, if you look at someone that you keep a person around that's really just tearing their life apart and they don't see it. And it's like regress pain. It's like regression. You keep it around in your heart and it's tearing you up. And it is so um, so ironic that that we do that. And it's almost like when it comes to regressed feelings, it's almost like we we embrace it. Like that's the way to go. And regressed feelings can turn into a variation. Because you you put it down so much, but it quickly uh, expresses itself. And when it expresses itself, you know it, but then you put it down as something else, and then now you're worried about it. Now you're like, okay, did anyone see that? Did anyone see the outburst? Did anyone see me do this type of behavior? Oh, the reason why I reacted that way because that person did uh, uh, or said something to me, and I was like, okay, and I I, I retaliated. This is very serious, um, very serious um, topic. This type of feeling could keep you away from your blessing, whether it's love. Business, um, your relationship with your children, you know, it, it encompasses all of this. It's, it's, it's a feeling that we want to keep hidden, and it's a feeling that needs to be addressed. And not only addressed by others, you know, so, you know of course you can see psychological help, but all the psychological help in the world will not help you when it comes to really growing and really uh, have self-realization in yourself and say, this is what I, this is what I do, and I'm, I tend to do this, you know, it's like A, B, C, D, you know, I tend to do this when this happens, so why, why is this? Why do I tend to move a certain way when I get this certain stimulation from from that person or from this thing every time I think about it? It goes deep. But we have to understand who we are. And how we understand who we are, we have to know who created us. And that's God. You have to know it. You have to believe. You have to have faith. And find yourself. Find yourself. Um, I'm going to go into another scripture. This is, this is from Proverbs 24:17. Do not rejoice when your enemy falls, 
and let not your heart be glad when he stumbles. And, um, you know, Proverbs was written by King Solomon, one of the wisest men on the earth to ever walk this earth. Um, and in that scripture, he's saying, you know, people are going to do things to you. And they're going to do things to you all your life. Is that going to keep you from reaching your higher self? Is that going to keep you from not becoming blessed, even more blessed? Because when you do things like that, rejoice in other people's pain, it's not a good thing. We're not perfect. And just because someone said something, someone said something to you or did something to you, I'm quite sure you probably have done it to another person before in your life. I'm quite sure you have. You know, and a lot of people say, well, you know what, you lot, I, I hear it all the time. And uh, they say, well, you know what, this person ripped me off and he did this or he, you know, he cheated on me, she cheated on me, you know. And, I mean, I know this person and I'm talking to this person. I'm saying in my mind, like, how many, how many times you said you had done the same thing to another person and laughed about it? Mm-hmm. I mean, not. So when you rejoice over your enemies, downfall, it's not good. What you should do is pray for them. I'm going to pray for that brother. I'm going to pray for their sister. And pray they understand and get away from their regret feelings of guilt. We act out of uh, hate. We act out of insecurity. It's amazing, you know, how we act off of little things that happen to us. Those little regret feelings. And it could be so simple as in, you know, you, you eat something. And um, maybe it was um, it was something that was spoiled. And he said, oh, you know, I don't like cupcakes anymore because the last time I ate a cupcake, um, the frosting tasted funny. And this cupcake I may give to you is probably so, probably it could be the best cupcake you could ever, you do, that you ever tasted. But, just because it looked like the last cupcake you ate that was spoiled, you won't eat it. That's a perfect example of regression. We have to move, remove ourselves from this type of feeling. Because if we don't, we're going to stay in the same place, spiritually, mentally, and professionally. It's just amazing um, what we're doing to our world and all these things have happened. The violence, the, the chaotic attitude that people have in these streets, and, and not only in the streets, but in our government, you know, officials, you know, government officials are are doing horrific things, and it's to regress feelings. 
unless we deal with them and find out what we what they are and find out how we can deal with them, we're going to continue on the same path. And that's not a good path, you know? It's amazing how things, if you let it go and, and let it stay there in, in, in your mind and how it can grow to be something so devastating to your life. It really is. There's little things that we just put back in our psyche and our, and our mind development, and we like, oh, I'm not going to deal with that anymore. I'm not even going to talk to that person. But joining me on the first part of the spiritual lecture, we're going to be back. We're going to take a little uh, music break, and we're going to be back, and we're going to talk some more on regression and unforgiveness. Born again, I tell you the truth, no one born again can enter the kingdom unless he born again. Flesh give birth to flesh, but the spirit give birth to spirit. Yo, you gotta be born again. I tell you the truth, no one born again can enter the kingdom unless he born again. Flesh give birth to flesh, but the spirit give birth to spirit. Yo, you gotta be. You haven't lost the vision when others do. Just make sure you never close your eyes because. Recession is only bound by its beholder. Branches lose leaves while fruit decomposes on the ground. Will this make a tree less valuable if its roots are still not intact? So don't lose faith in your dreams. Every year we have a season to harvest. Born again, I tell you the truth, no one born again can enter the kingdom unless he born again. Flesh give birth to flesh, but the spirit give birth to spirit. Yo, you gotta be born again. I tell you the truth, no one born again can enter the kingdom unless he born again. Flesh give birth to flesh, but the spirit give birth to spirit. Yo, you gotta be. When your sight is in full bloom to reap its benefits from your upcoming season of love, born again, season they prepare for all greatness. Trading doubts from parallel into perpendicular because you're crossing the threshold of your real purpose to enjoy your life. Mediocrity and stripes complaining what's about right not right. When others you allow to instruct your motives and jeptors. Forgetting about our seasons that change and yet people also do too. A time for love and also for pain. A moment for cleansing when all you once have purified will become stained. The important is to remember it's only for a season. That's your visions are a celestial reason. So don't allow others to form treason. Born again. I tell you the truth. No one born again can enter the kingdom unless he born again. Flesh give birth to flesh, but the spirit give birth to spirit. Yo, you gotta be born again. I tell you the truth. No one born again can enter the kingdom unless he born again. Flesh give birth to flesh, but the spirit give birth to spirit. Yo, you gotta be.
Don't let the conditions around you be the conditions that bound you. It's up to you uh, if you gon' change. Come on. You, Mr. Murderer, Mr. Killer, me you beg you to consider. With your evilous plans and your devilous behavior. But you are come this the creator. You, Mr. Murderer, Mr. Killer, me you beg you to consider. With your evilous plans and your devilous behavior. But you are come this. Yo, you see, there's always gonna be someone that got less than you, got more stress than you. You ain't so bad after all. Too many false foundations, hot summer stand on cold winters melt, so they fall, try to spring back up again. Heaven only knows why. Young men are sent off to die. And foggy nights is the only time. The sky. Kids are sent to souls in corners For new ports and coronas Common denominator children Cause man is always placed over now Ain't nothing coming to change you Or rearrange you It's only God that can save you When your will is strong But your flesh is weak It gets so deep We can't even speak We wear our struggle on our faces But we can't erase the Jagged little bill It's hard to take it So we swallow it with the henny But ain't nothing to chase it Gotta go, gotta go, gotta go But you, Mr. Murderer Mr. Killer me you beg you to consider With your evilous plans and your devilous behavior But you are come this the creator You Mr. Murderer, Mr. Killer Me you beg you to consider With your evilous plans and your devilous behavior But you are come this Check it, we be waiting for that one big thing To knock us down, hoping that's gonna turn us around It ain't so, God give us subtle hints Cause he don't want us to experience the pain and the crying The lying and the dying, now we searching for a fraction of mama's love We got fractions because parents don't want to be parents no more Ain't got no time to discipline That youth they revisiting While hood rat street pimp hoes be listening The devil's sitting in the bottom of that ditch You dig it in, that's why you fidgeting Every time I mention God's name, this is God's game And sometimes we play the pawns But you could be the king or the queen You gotta sing along Cause ain't nothing coming to change you Or rearrange you It's only God that can save you When your will is strong But your flesh is weak It gets so deep We can't even speak We wear our struggle on our face but we can't erase the jagged little pill It's hard to take it So we swallow it with the henny But ain't nothing to chase it Gotta go, gotta go, gotta go But you, Mr. Murderer, Mr. Killer Me, you beg you to consider With your evilous plans and your devilous behavior But you are come this the creator You, Mr. Murderer, Mr. Killer Me, you beg you to consider With your evilous plans and your devilous behavior But you are come this
joke, no play, hard and loud. I can feel God smiling on me for the first time now, radiating throughout my entire being. Wide awake, I can see every second of my dream, brighter and clearer than it's ever been. Not sleeping, but becoming, pushing past impossible to unstoppable, finding the dream inside the sound. For all those who doubted, how do you like me now? Long overdue and making up for lost time, I've changed the record, changed the tune. There's a new soundtrack to my life called Doing It My Way. Not Sinatra, but Chan on keys. God must have been a jazz fan, cause he conjured up Miles' rule. Gave Coltrane his somber mood. Thelonious and funk monk and will a smooth Frustrated, debated, had no choice but to wait it out, not knowing that the wait was faded, exactly what was needed, everything but defeated, had to come for this moment to be this, ready now and claiming it, guess the aim of it, reaching heights, heavens tall, solid foundation cannot fall or fail, when you're living your dream, there's no such thing, it's like the sky open just for me, I know I was made to do this, listen to prove it, blessings flowing down, no slowing down, enjoying the now, raindrops transformed into light, smiling cause it feels so right, and I'm conscious, moving around, touching everything destined for me, welcome into my dream gallery, looking through the glass, it's beautiful, beyond the physical, almost spiritual, the healing of a broken soul, it's funny how life takes its Becomes a burden, and you're left chasing goals until things finally start moving in the right direction, and your passion becomes perfection. There's no second guessing. The best is always worth waiting for. Dream Gallery.
What up? This is Mellow Man Ace, Godfather Latin Hip Hop. And right now you're tuned in to WBMC Radio. Keep it locked, baby. outlets available in the media capital of the world. Fans of R&B, hip-hop, gospel, spoken word, and urban pop have taken notice of WBMC Radio. WBMC, we're multi-access. Like, listen, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Speaker.com. And we're emerging right now thanks to programs like The Real Report, Unsigned Grind, and The Game Change. MC Radio. We didn't change the station. We changed the game. Jack, this is how we feeling. You know how we do it. Listen to healing of poetry, revealing premise of what we own in our mind. Our soul is divine. It's what's given by God. So we should use it and uh, we should explore it and uh, we should let it all out and let his love reign forever. This is what poetry will be. Poetry spaces in your mind. Poetry that I'm helping you find. Yeah, it's one of a kind. My poetry spaces in your mind. 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 My poet
that, you know, he could not, even though he was human, he could not use that regressed state to complete uh, complete his mission. And I, that's what I feel that's what's happened to a lot of us. Um, we try to complete our goals and trying to, you know, move higher, and we don't actually know how to because we hold on to things that weigh us down. And some of us are professional. Some some of us move professionally up there, but still, there you're you're not getting the most out of life, you know. And you know, people say, well, you know what? I, I had this, you know, um, feeling, and I, I'm president of a company, but it expresses itself. You know, you you probably could have done better as a, a entrepreneur or or even in your job, but you limit yourself because you have these feelings, you know. And as you know, I'm not trying to, you know, sing out any particular occupation, but a lot of celebrities, you know, they are very talented. You know, some of them are, and, and they reach to a level where people can understand their art or whatever they may have you that made them a celebrity, but then they are, like, doing something that's totally off the Richter scale. You know, I mean, they, you know, they end up punching someone or, or hurting someone or sometimes even killing someone. And you're like, what happened here? You know? Um, mm-hmm. It's like, why? And, and people are... are and, and distraught, and they're like, oh, but that was my favorite singer, that was my favorite actress or actor, and it's like, wow. But they're very successful in their business, but if we don't learn to resolve those feelings, and sometimes the feelings can't really be resolved, like, you know, like they can totally be cut out of your psyche because that's just impossible. You know, it's like a virus in the computer. You know, you really can't take the virus out of the computer, but you can suppress the virus, and it it won't uh, have the effect of you not turning on the computer, and you can surf the web easily. Actually, easier than you're not having a virus protection program on your computer. And, that, and the same thing with your soul. This is why we here toy because um, we want to reevaluate ourselves and and find out where we're headed spiritually because if you don't know that spiritually then your body can't get there because our body house is a house is a temple spiritual self so true and it's so true And a lot of um, people don't realize, well, some of us do, a lot of people don't realize uh, these uh, celebrities, um, they are human like us. Just because they have money don't mean they're perfect or they can't make a mistake. They're human just like us. They make mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and um, that is so true. That is so true. I mean, a lot of people feel like uh, they are so mesmerized in media 
and they see the glitz and the glamour, but they don't see what goes behind the glitz and the glamour. Um, uh-huh. They don't know this this artist probably stayed up for two days straight doing this movie or, or in the studio recording or, you know, doing so many things. And, you know, and they have to deal with so many different types of people they probably wouldn't want to deal with personally, but they're uh-huh. doing it because that's a part of their job. And uh, and uh, they break down. And uh-huh. it, it takes a special person. If you look at Michael Jackson, you know, people saying that, you know, you know, basically, you know, well, he came to the demise of the music industry. Uh, basically, you you got to understand that this guy been doing this all his life, and by him doing it all his life, he's a, he was a survivor. I mean, really, um, being the biggest thing in music, and I mean the biggest thing in music, you know, and keeping it to that level, and to keep a, a, a keeping a, a good head on his shoulder between the allegations and, you know, disruptions in his family life, in his personal life, and his love life. How can he hold how could he How could he held it all together? And um, he did that, and he, he should be commended for his life. But yet still, we uh, abuse him, even when he's dead. We say things about him. Uh, was never convicted, but yet still uh-huh. we say things about Michael Jackson. Um, and I'm and I'm thinking Michael Jackson uh, oh, could have shared so much regret feelings where he could have been like, I'm not doing this anymore. Uh-huh. I'm not singing. I'm not dancing. I have enough money where I so I could solidify myself and say, hey. I can do whatever I want to do. I can direct. I can, you know. But she didn't use the regrets feelings of his fans. Some of his fans turned on him. She kept on until he died, you know. And no one commended him for not being a quitter. Uh-huh. You, know? you know what I'm saying? They commend him. That the, I mean, they ostracized him and put his name down for the allegations that were made against him. Uh huh. So, so I don't, I really don't understand um, it, but I know why people do that. A lot of times, people have the same feelings about another person because they share the same feelings, and somehow they try to kill that negativity inside another person, and they never try to turn it inside out on themselves and say, hey, I need to kill the negativity inside of me. It's not going to happen. Just like I said in the first show, it's always going to be pain and turmoil when you practice that type of pain, when you inflict pain on others because you're hurting. Mm-hmm. You know? Negative and negative don't lead you with anything. Negative and positive, you got energy. You're moving. You lighten up the world, and people must understand that. And um, we, uh, it's just so it's a blessing. It's a blessing, um, you know, having this platform and and talking to people and sharing 
their spiritual side of themselves and sharing the, the knowledge and enlightenment where people could move on from their problems and move on from the hurt and the pain and the regression. Um, yeah. Um, Toy, let me ask you a question. Have you ever, and this is a question, have you ever had um, regret feelings? I mean, you, you don't have to be specific, but you can just talk in, in, in general, you know, any um, regret feelings about anything or towards a thing or towards a person or anything. But you, you can keep it general, though. You don't have to say any names. Um, of course. Of course. So how did you, how would you deal with that? Uh, uh, I'm um, mm, How I deal with it is uh, I first remember one thing, and I have to remember my, I have to remember this, why the fury in me <laughs> is burning to make it go down, I tell myself, okay, um, don't waste your time being mad at this person because they're going to get exactly, they're going to reap what they sow. What they did to you is going to, you know, it's going to come back on them. Um, and I also think about this because sometimes, and it happens all the time when I have to work through this and I know I don't want to hold on to this for the rest of my life, I keep saying to myself, I keep reminding myself of the scripture in the Bible of what Jesus went through when he was crucified. And I said to myself, like, okay, this man has went through worse than I've ever gone through in my life. So I just say to myself, and then I pray, and I said, God, help me to forgive those who trespass against me, for they know not what they do. Right. You know, it's funny that you say that because I always, like, for the last two years, I would ask myself that question, what would Jesus do? In every situation, mm-hmm. whether it be business, yeah, because Jesus was a businessman as well, um, you know, whether it be um, relationships, whether it be, um, you know, anything that come in my life where I'm at the crossroads and I'm saying, wow, what should I do? Oh, what would he do in this? Mm-hmm. And you know, people are like, well, you know, you wasn't there with Jesus, and you, you weren't, you know, how would you know? How would you know? How would you know to be happy because you wasn't there with him? Well, my spirit is, and mm-hmm. and you know, um, and that's all that matters, you know, because Jesus is is the same forever. He's seen here, and he's same now. So, and, and you got to ask yourself that, and the Lord would give you revelation of what He would have done. You know, and um, it's important. It's important that, you know, people have faith and really develop it. Um, you know, just like the show name, Spoken Revelations. Um, it wasn't just something that I just thought of, but it's it, it was something where it meant something to me. It wasn't something that where, I, oh, it sounds pretty catchy, but it was something that I made to show people that you have to speak things in, in existence. If you want revelation in your life, you have to speak it. It's one of the reasons why I became a spoken word artist because 
I learned the power of words and speaking it into existence. And a lot of people don't teach that, but it's relevant in this life. That's why uh, I, you know, speak things that's spoken in Revelation. You know, you if, if you spoke it, then it it is it's tangible. It's walking. It's it's birthing into something. You know, so you have to speak it, and um, you have to speak healing. You have to speak away the damnation of regression. You have to say, because I know a lot of times I would get into something and I'd say, I'm not going to say that anymore. Dion, Dion is not going to say that anymore. You know, I'm, I'm not going to go that route. I'm not going to say that anymore because it means that if I say it, then it's going to manifest itself. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's that negativity. Now, I, I say something that I could speak blessings on Toy's life. That's positivity. You know, Toy, your book, Honey Elixir, is going to be a New York bestseller. It's going to be a bestseller. All It's going to be an international bestseller. That is speaking life upon your heart. You know? Mm-hmm. But then if I say, well, you know what, um, Spoken Revelation show is not going to go anywhere, you know, and it's not, you know, that's speaking damnation. And what I'm doing, that's speaking damnation in my ministry. So I speak life for Spoken Revelation, just like I speak life for many of my friends and people of this world, because I'm all about enlightenment. I'm all about pushing a person to another level in their life where they never could have dreamed or imagined they would be because they can achieve it. If they believe it and they say it, first you've got to say it. Then you believe and then you walk therein. That means you pick up the mark. You go. You put that your best foot forward, and you let the Lord do the rest. And if that is in His will, you won't have to worry about not a thing. And you know, I mean, either financially, you won't have to worry about it. Some of the best ideas and some of the the the, the great things that ever happened did not take any money. But yet still, we hide behind money. Well, I would be this if I, if, you know, I would be a teacher if I had the money to go to college. I, I would be a, a, a scientist or I, I'd be a, 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 you know, a sound engineer if I just had equipment, studio equipment. Or, you know, we say this thing, well, you know, if I, I would be a great author if I just had a laptop and a computer to write on. I would be a great author if I I have a uh, oh. A, a nice uh, a Microsoft Word perfect program. I can't do it. No, but what happened to a pen and a paper? Uh-huh. You know, we, we use these little things to stop us. And the reason why they stop us because we have this regret feeling about something. There's something in our lives where it was something you wanted so bad and you was like, I got it, I got it, and you did it, and someone slapped you down. Uh-huh. 
it happened to me because I'm not saying this from other people's experience because I've seen it happen to other people, but it happened to myself. Just like I said before in the last show, you know, I wanted a record deal so bad and I was doing the right things and as a young person, I mean, you know what I'm saying, going to different conferences, performing, and, you know, singing my heart out, doing the right things. And it took one person to say, hey, I don't like this stuff. And because of that person was, you know, a person, you know, I can't say his name, but the person worked with Mariah Carey and all these big names, I thought I was like, okay, he knows what he's doing because he, he worked with some of the biggest artists' names out there. He knew exactly what he was saying. He, so maybe my stuff is not marketable. So I went back into my shell and said, hey, and I, and I did. I stayed in my city, you know, do little things in my city. So, you know, I start working on my projects, start working on other people's projects and everything, but that's, the Lord didn't want me to do that. It was regret feeling. I didn't want to put my music out there because I was shot down. You're going to get shot down. Uh-huh. You're going to get shot down, and your stuff could be great. You're going to be shot down, you know. and But that negativity kept me from being that type of artist that I needed to be. Now I am. Now I understand that. But there was a progression. What um, actually was a retrogression in my life, you know, because we went over that word earlier, retrogression. There was a retrogression in my life where, I didn't do anything. I stayed in the same state of mind and said, hey, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm just going to do my music to myself, keep it to myself. I'm not going to share it. I'm not going to sing anymore outwardly. I sing around the house. I, I do this around the house. I'm not going to do none of that. Where I was at, I was at. And it took me a period of at least about five years. Five years of not really promoting yourself is really terrible for artists. I mean, really. Uh-huh. Five years, yeah, five years is like, you know, I, I can't imagine, you know. But that's where I was at. And people would ask me, hey, you know, because at the time I was deep out there, deep out there, what you going to do? I haven't seen you perform at any conferences. I haven't seen you perform at any festivals. What happened to you? You know? Uh-huh. But that is a form of regression. And that retrogression is terrible because you will live in a certain area in your life and you will never move from it. Um, it was a movie. So do you remember this movie with um, Kevin, Spate, Kevin Spacey? Um, it was about when he was reaching 40 and he tried to get back his childhood days. And he tried. And he was like, you know, he worked out. He bought this hot car that he would buy when he, if he was at that certain age, and and he 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 in the movie was I, I forgot the name of the movie, but the movie talks about him retrogressing, and he you know and then he got so bad where he just said I want you know I I dated I, I want to date a high school girl, and he went out there and, and dated a high school girl and got in trouble. Oh wow! Uh... Yeah. I, I don't think I have watched. It sounds like you're talking about American Beauty, but I could be wrong. Yeah, American Beauty. That's the movie. That's the okay, movie. Okay, I've seen I've seen bits and pieces of it, and I kept asking myself, like, okay, 
why is he getting involved with his daughter's friend? And his daughter's right. friend was not making it easy. I mean, she was putting the moves on him. And I'm like, okay, where's his wife? And his wife herself really wasn't doing anything. I mean, she's being unfaithful in the situation. But, wow. I didn't, wow. But did you see the breakdown of his life? Did you see the breakdown? Him retrogressing was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. He was a very successful uh, business person. You know, he had his own thing going, but he wasn't happy because he wasn't happy because he had regrets feelings. And he tried to go into retrogression, and he was practicing that because he was trying to get back to being 16, 17. He, he was trying to get back his high school days where he felt like he missed, that he missed out on something in high school. Mm-hmm. So he was trying to relive those days. And that itself is pain. That, is, that was that regret feeling. And, but that was a dangerous regret feeling because if he had not done that, he would have been okay. And mm-hmm. his wife would have loved him better. But he, he But did. I mean, oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, no. Go ahead. What you got to say? Because I mean, know, um, enlightenment. A lot of people uh, feel like um, when they are betrayed in a certain way, like he was dealing with his uh, wife cheating on him, it's not the end of the world. Right. I mean, you take what people, the negative things that people do to you as a lesson. Don't blame yourself for it. You know, take it as a lesson and, you know, learn from it and learn to move on, move forward from it, which is what I feel he should have done instead of taking the route that he did. Well, it was still on him. It was still regret feeling. Even if he... Even if his wife, you know, you know, would have cheated on him, I understand that. She still had regrets feelings about his life because those feelings, care was there with him since he was a teenager. Wow. So, and it shows that as his life progressed, he still had those feelings. You don't think his wife caught on those feelings? But women have an intuition. That That's made true. him less attractive. Yeah, that made him less attractive. In the movie, she geared towards, I mean, excuse me, she geared towards a more successful man, and he was more tuned to his business. And he was mature, and he acted his age. She was attracted to that because he wasn't giving her that. You understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Because of Kevin Spacey's character in the movie, he messed his whole life for not putting the grips on his regrets feelings. He messed his whole life up. And that's the underline of the movie. And uh, American Beauty is a perfect movie. You know, it is rated R, so, you know, be appropriate of watching it, you know. Um, but the the screenwriter of the movie and, I mean, of course, you know, Kenneth Spacey. I was a couple of the good actors that's in there. They were amazing actors in there. By the way, um, it's a great movie. 
and uh, um, it just and, and you you get a, so much out of that movie because this like this guy really destroyed his life because of his feelings. Uh, Kevin Spacey character was also of a person. You know what I'm saying? He was nice in the movie. He was like a regular guy. He he wasn't, you know. He was considerate. You know, even even the things that he was doing that was so wrong, he had a truth to himself about it, and he had a um, a forgiveness about himself. You know, to himself, he's like, "Well, I I'm doing this for the reason why I'm doing this is because I want this in life." So he had a goal, but the goal uh, wasn't the right goal. You understand what I'm saying? Uh huh. So, I you know I tell you, um, this topic is very deep in nature. I mean, because it goes in the the canopy and the uh, the underlings of your soul. You know. Yeah. It does. Because if your soul is not right, then everything else is going to crumble around you, you know? And he was a successful man. But, you know, sometimes, just like I said before, sometimes in regret feelings, you can have some type of success. But if you don't have a handle on it, your success is going to be... You know, it's, it's not going to be. It's, it's going to be temporarily going to be removed. It's going to be removed. You know, you know that's only for me. I think it's temporary success, and I and, and success for me is, is a spiritual thing anyway. If you're happy spiritually, and he was never happy spiritually, so he wasn't ever really successful. Uh huh. You know what? Um, there's another movie. Uh, actually, it's one of my favorite movies that uh, Gabrielle Union has ever done. Um, Billy D. Williams and Zoe Saldana is in it. Uh, it's called Constellation. Uh, mm-hmm. Gabrielle Union's character um, actually has started in, uh, I think, the 1950s or 60s. Mm-hmm. Um she played a young black teenage girl, or she was just a young woman uh, who was in love with a, a a man of another race. He was white, and back then, you know, that was very taboo. It was forbidden. Okay. Uh, you know, something happened with that, and um, he didn't come to defend her, but what she did was you know, she didn't mask the pain that she felt. You know, she got through it, but she didn't deny loving him. And she found a way to forgive him. Okay. But being that she knew that, you know, their love was forbidden, you know, the question in the movie was, you know, did they ever get back together? And it's like, her pain and her love for this man passed down through generations like to her her brother, her younger brother, who was played by Billy D. Williams, uh her uh her nieces, you know, and um I don't know if anybody's ever seen the movie before, but I'm not gonna give it all away, but in this movie you learn 
the importance of forgiveness. And there's one line she says in this movie, and I feel everybody who has to work through forgiving somebody should remember this. She says in this movie, life is too short for the pain. And a lot of us need to remember that because you never know if you are promised tomorrow. If you are holding on to resentment from somebody, you need to remember that life is too right. short for the pain. So let it go. Right. Right. You know, and just like I always say, um, let go, let God, you know. Mm-hmm. You got to let God take the will. You know, you, you have to. And if you don't, then you're going to understand that you're going to be in a situation where you can't get yourself out of it. You really can't. And um, holding on to that pain and regret feelings and the resentment of this person or, or this uh, this thing that happened to you, this this opposition that happened to you, it's, it's a bad way to go. You know, and it doesn't make you a bad person, but you're doing a mm-hmm. bad thing. You know, as people, generally we're all good people. A lot of people say, no, there's people born evil. I don't believe in that. I really don't. And the reason why I don't believe in that, because I know our souls used to be a part. Our souls is a part of God. But what happens is that once we practice devious things and we do things that's against the nature of God, we do things against his children, there's a certain blockage that is built up between you and God and yourself, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. You know? And uh, it is just you have to unblock that to become happy because we have to be a part of him to be happy, to truly be happy. I mean, you can have a lot of things. You can have a lot of gifts. You can have a lot of trinkets. You can have a lot of toys, as they would say, but you don't have him. Without him, they're just items that people are going to over you over. But when you're happy, truly happy, is when you can grow and spiritually grow. And when you grow, everything in your life is going to become better. I'd never say perfect. Mm-hmm. But he's perfect. And he's perfect to where whatever, whatever that's going on in your life, he can handle it. Just give it to him. And you got to speak it. And say, I'm healed. Speak life into your situation. And positive life, not negative. There's a difference. Just speak to it. And as you speak to it, the Lord will hear it. He knows your thoughts. He does. But it's nothing like speaking to it. Getting that real revelation of what he wants you to do. It's like a child. A lot of times, 
I could see my son, for example. He will go, he'll look at something. I know he wants it. I know you want it. I will not give it to him. Until he asks. Like, hmm, Dad, uh, I was looking at that. I already know what he wanted. What he wants. So, say, can I add? Okay, yes. I teach my children. Speak up. Because that's your life. You have situations. You have to address it. And it may hurt. Dad may say no. Yeah, that's a consequence that I, that I may say no. But at least I admire you more that you talk to me. God's the same way. You've got to talk to him. What uh-huh. you, I know you want it. I know you want this blessing. You won't say nothing to me about it. And sometimes there'll be negative things that's happening in your life, and the Lord knows it. So he knows what you're fighting mentally, but he still wants you faithfully to speak it. We have to do what we need to do. Uh, we're going to take another music break. Uh, oh, wow. Thank you, Toy Hunter. Are you going to stay alone with us a little bit longer? Because I'm, I mean, I'm loving your commentary right now. You, you, you're definitely uh, knowing it and saying the right things and, and, and giving people insight. So we're going to go to a musical break, and hopefully you stay with us. Uh, I'll be here. Three. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Ms. Toya. So we're going to go into our music break, okay? See you back later. Despite of so many outlets available in the media capital of the world, fans of R&B, hip-hop, gospel, spoken word, and urban pop have taken notice of WBMC Radio. WBMC, we're multi-access. Like, listen, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Speaker.com. And we're emerging right now, thanks to programs like The Real Report, Unsigned Grind, children who scream because they tired of being seen and not heard for the misleading role models and the lost ones who follow hanging on to their every single word for the flowers that try to grow between the cracks and the pavements for the people know what rent is due when they don't couple payments but what you gonna do when you live paycheck to paycheck pull out the white flag and then find the strength to wave it no he strikes the red black and green go for people who dream while they awake feeling like they about to break but keep it together God never promised that there'll always be sunshine, but he'll be your umbrella through the bad weather. He strikes the red, black, and green gold for people who dream of the bottle or feed for the pipe. There's so many ways to your soul's damnation, and I write. Pick up a mic, hoping you want to get it right, because I believe 
that we gon' make it I know this world is crazy, but I'm still trying to save it Treat life like a game, but it ain't nothing really to play with You treat it kind of fragile, cause you trying not to break it so perfect My sole purpose is to practice surface And give value to those who purpose I hope you heard it You're my sole purpose You're my sole purpose My sole purpose is to practice surface And give value to those who purpose I hope you heard it you're my soul purpose, you're my soul purpose I keep myself fit to keep my people uplifted Beautifully wrapped so you can see that I be gifted This is unlike anything you've ever seen before I keep so much fire in my core That I exhale smoke Infinitely blessed but pretend that I'm broke So I can live like I got nothing to lose Why should I ask you your size when you never walk a day in my shoes Got gasoline in my pen, life and paper my fuse And I intend to get under your skin these things that'll label you bruised Color them in multiple hues Cause I don't write in just the regular blacks and blues I write in purples, green, pinks, orange, yellows and whites Yo, I be writing to save my life Writing to save your life Writing to change my life Writing to change your life This is my sole purpose So I know that it's right My prayers come out in the form of poetry Simultaneously I step back and perform To make way for divinity I'm infinite so you can't get rid of me This is my sole purpose My sole purpose is to crack the surface And give value to the
daddy bless me here, bless me now, my savior, my savior, I come to For being there, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, nice soul, soulful, spiritual music break. Love it, love it. I hope everyone is being uplifted this morning because it's a beautiful Sunday morning. And I hope you all um, have. gotten something out of this enlightenment and that you can go to church and feel good. And this other show is all about, you know, getting you in a mindset to be ready to worship the Lord in whole and truth. And uh, we're dealing on regression, and we, we're going to uh, really uh, go back to this subject because I feel like we need to talk about it more and to find out who we really are and how we're going to move in this thing called life, we have to point out what are the stumbling blocks in life. And um, uh, my first show was about pain, and now we're going to regression. This is a type of pain, but it's something that needs to be talked about. And I'm glad to have um, Toy Honey, Arthur Toy Honey, um, on the line with me, giving us some great, uh, insightful messages about this topic. Toy, you still there? Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, I was thinking about um, this topic, and I was listening to the music, and I was getting really ministered. I was really being ministered by the music, and um, and you know what? We have to ask God what we need. We have to speak unto him. And we have to allow this pain to subside. And what I mean subside is still going to hurt, but we can move on away from it. You know? And um, you need God. You, you need God. God don't need you. He just wants you, and and it's 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 great because he's the one that gives you unconditional love first. And I know we all look for unconditional love. We're looking for love with no cause. Well, all love have a cause. All of it. All love has a cause, and the cause. Life. Jesus went through it, and you have to go through it. Jesus went through life knowing that his master loved him. There's a lot of things you can endure with love. I've seen people do it. I've seen people didn't have anything, but they had each other, and they were rich. Mm-hmm. They were so rich. 
And when I say rich and wealthy, is that everything they went through together, they surpassed it. They made it. They overcame it. So love is the answer for regressed feelings. Because I, want, I like to talk on topics, and I love enlightenment. I love to shed light on a topic. And I don't want to just shed love on a uh, shed a, uh, light on a topic, and it would be like, okay, this is so negative. You know, what is the way out, the uh, how can I remove myself from these feelings and remove myself from the detriment of these feelings? You have to pray. And you have to believe in yourself that you can do this. And it takes steps. It's not going to happen overnight. It may take 10 years. It may take your whole life get over these feelings successfully. But it's worth the fight. I'm here to encourage you that it's worth the fight. So do you have anything to say on? Um, I was sitting up here thinking to myself, like, uh, I know we talked about uh, regression, you know, when someone does something bad to us, but... uh, there is also an issue of when someone does something bad to one of our loved ones. Okay. And we ha- sometimes we have that, but the thing is this. We are torn between showing uh, loyalty and love for our loved one and also having to forgive this person who did something against our loved one. Because you're always going to be in a situation with your loved one. Somebody did something against them. Like uh, they're going to be like, "Oh, you not go do this. You not go do that. You, you not my this. And you're not my that. You wouldn't even take up for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So the question is: Is it easier for us to forgive? those who trespass against our loved ones or us? You know what? That's a good question. That's a good question. And that's a question that I have trouble with myself. I mean, sometimes I'm I'm so used to going through. And and when I mean going through, and it's a good word to say, going through because you are going through. But, you know, things are put on me for example, and I learned to handle things in a certain way. It, it wasn't easy. It, you know, it wasn't easy. I mean, believe me, I I would fall to different situations and I wouldn't make out of, I wouldn't make it out positively. You know, I always would go to the negative and, and do things and like, oh, man, I did this wrong. But I learned. So, seeing that, when it comes to a person that I love, it is it was a challenge. It's more of a challenge for me. But we must understand that the person that you're protecting 
that person you're protecting, God is the same as yours. Mm-hmm. Even though you saying, well, I'm more built for this. I can take this. And we all think that. But who's to say what we know about that person totally? You did not make that loved one. I didn't. So I can't say what that person can't take or cannot take. And I can't say that it was for me just to wean in and step in to the situation where God probably doesn't want me to step in in the situation, and which is hard because you love this person. That's you know, true. even with my children, even with my children, you know, they're getting older now. And sometimes I'm like, I want to say this, but I know that they have to learn a lesson to a certain point. I look over and guide them and make sure nothing else happens, but I want them to get a, I want them to get in a, a mind pattern of thinking to say the reason why I did this, the reason why this happened is because I did that, and they learn from it. Even though I guide them, but some things I cannot do for them because one day they're not going to be with me. So they have to learn. They can ask me questions while they're going through it, but I, some things I can't do for them. You know, because I'm not going to be there all their lives, and they have to learn. You know, so this is uh, is something that we have to uh, contend with when it comes to us being parents, as being mother, father, brother, sister, auntie, uncle. You know, stuff that we have to deal with. You know, and uh, it's just amazing uh, how we uh, need to, you know, embrace each other, the whole world. You know, we need to embrace each other and find out what's going on with us as a community. And uh, when I say community, I mean as a community because that is the root word of community. So we need to commune. We need to understand each other. We need to talk to each other. And we also need to find ourselves as we're talking to each other. Because when we find ourselves, then we all are conscious of what we're doing and what state of the world is going into consciously as well. Because if we promote hate, you know, and it's happening around the world, maybe it's more prevalent in America, but it's happening all around the world. You know, people are practicing injustice and practicing tyranny, and they're not loving each other. You know, they're not. Mm-hmm. And if they if they call themselves loving each other, they're not doing it the right way. They're not doing it the way Jesus would do it, right, Tori? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, I love when you brought that topic up. Would Jesus do that? Wow, that's powerful. That is so mm. powerful. One of my uh, models, uh, what I say, would Jesus do that? And I'm awfully, I'm often, you know, always writing about Jesus and try Jesus and lean on him. Jesus is the way and hell, you know. And that's another uh, one I always say, too, is that, you know, would Jesus do that? And, I, I, and that would be a, just a, a self-motivation line to me every day, and it should be for everyone. And I feel like if they can adhere to that every day, 
their life will become better. You know, it may not be perfect, but it will become better. You know, a lot of times we look for perfection, but we look for perfection overnight. And um, it's just not going to happen. We have to wean off things. Yeah, we have to wean off things. You know? Uh, and I always say that, you know, I'm not perfect, but I know someone who is. And, uh, and through leaning on him, I've become closer to perfection. And it doesn't matter if I never reach to that point. As long as I'm in his arms and in his hands, I'm okay. I'll be okay because... If I'm there, I can treat my sister right. I can treat my brother right. You know, I can treat my mother right. I can treat my dad right. I can treat my children right. Even though I, I, I can make mistakes within loving them, but they will know that it's out of love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they will know it's out of love. And um, it's just amazing to me. It's just it's just amazing show to do today. And um, um, I I really uh, was speaking and 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 you toy uh, with your revelations of what you're talking about as in regression. I really feel enlightened myself. You know, a lot of times people will say, you know, you you know you're the one that's speaking these things, but you know, they don't understand why you speak in it. And, and, and it's spoken. There's a certain revelation within myself. There's a certain feeling that I get myself as me obtaining uh, a feeling where things are going to be okay. Are like you doing the right thing? And this is what I want my listeners to feel. I want them to feel that everything may not be so perfect, but you're in the will of God. You're obedient to his will in his way. It's going to be all right. That's the best insurance, you know, that you can have in your life. That's the best insurance. Ain't that right, Tori? That's right. Yeah, I really enjoy what you what you do, Toy. Um, is there anything you would like the listeners to know? You know, I know we're um we got like five minutes left, so is there anything you want to say? Anything? Oh, uh, oh, well, today is a new day, so if you're dealing with something from yesterday, just remember you you have to let go. Because life is too short, so don't waste the rest of your life uh, feeling resentment toward anybody for whatever they had did. Just let it go. You'll find it's much easier to live when you have let go of that burden. Remember, holding on to pain is like holding on to a demon. It's going to keep you down and keep you from moving forward. That is so true. That is so true. 
in closing, I thank you guys um, for listening in. I thank you, Toy Honey, you know, for, you know, giving some excellent advice and insight on your behalf. And um, um, we're going to close out with a song, a special song. And remember Spoken Revelations, uh, we hear uh, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. every Sunday morning. Call the number 347-857-4487. And I love you all, and let's stay blessed. Uh, see you next Sunday.
spite of so many outlets available in the media capital of the world, fans of R&B, hip-hop, gospel, spoken word, and urban pop have taken notice of WBMC Radio. WBMC, we're multi-access. Like, listen, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Speaker.com. And we're emerging right now, thanks to programs like The Real Report, Unsigned Grind, and The Game Changer. WBMC Radio, we didn't change the station, we changed the game.